Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I am Punk Revolution Now, aka Kyle, here with Jonah Varka, aka Sophie. Say hello, Sophie. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a very special episode of Base News Network. A report of sorts. A report. A, a report special card. report. Well, report cards are going to be relevant here, but a yes, card. a special re- report. A special on, report card. A special report card on Gen Alpha. The Alphas. Gen, Gen Alpha. The Alpha and Omegas. So I feel like we should call them Generation Alpha. Generation Alpha, why not Gen Alpha? Because I feel like Gen Z rolls off the tongue, while I feel like Gen Alpha doesn't as much, and I prefer Generation Alpha. To me, me, well, you know, Sophie, you and I, we're the podcasters, we make the culture, we determine. I feel like (laughs) Generation Alpha to me sounds like, like Generation Alpha to me sounds like a secret military It sounds like they are the like, last generation which they might be just kidding <laughs> what do you so you know what's gonna be really funny is because like i bet the next generation after generation alpha is gonna be generation beta <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get owned so hard <laughs> yeah everyone's just gonna agree that's the worst generation <laughs> if you thought gen alpha was bad after listening to this podcast wait till you see generation beta yes so sophie tell me and they're gonna what- have omegas which and then they can do alpha omega beta abo dynamics in the fan fiction. Okay, sorry. Well, well, there's boomers, there's baby boomers, so what it doesn't about... have to be a letter. I know. I was making a joke about like um, omega verse, like ships, oh. you know, in fan fiction. See, that is that is, you've been reading too much of that, so. No, I made went. that no, I made that joke because we have talked about this specifically on the show before. So I thought it would be a little fun callback. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I guess so. So all right, let's so Sophie, tell me why you wanted or we wanted to do a report on yeah. Generation Alpha. Well, I feel like in the past two months, I've seen a, maybe even earlier, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, but I've recently, within the last six months, I've seen a, an, an avalanche of, of content that, that seem, seemingly came out of nowhere about Gen Alpha, a lot of news stories and uh, lots of videos, kind of announcing the arrival of gen alpha their memes their their vibes like the issues that are affecting them their values suddenly uh, it it seems like gen alpha is coming of age because the oldest of gen alpha is now 13 and they're sort of like old enough to enter the culture a little more with like their they have entered the discourse they have entered the discourse officially and i feel like we were at a pivotal time, and I think it sh- it will be fun to just you know, like it's, give you it's all the rundown. We, we got to give Generation Alpha a little bit of love, a little bit of attention. They are the future. Yeah, they are the future, and we we believe the children are the future. Teach them well, and let them we lead s- the way. We love we love children on our podcast. That's that's true. We do. So, and also, I I thought it would be you know relevant too because. 
believe it or not, we probably have a lot of Gen Alpha fans. And that's really strange for me to <laughs> think about, but it's probably true. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah, because I just feel like the idea of a 13-year-old listening to a podcast just seems off the table. But in reality, mm-hmm. like if you're born in 2010, you're absolutely listening to podcasts because what thing. else are you going to do with your life? Well, true. And also, like as a lot of these um, uh, reports we're seeing kind of argue is that because they are... They're not just, I mean, they call Gen Z like the digital natives, but these are like, I don't know, these are like mobile natives, you know what I mean? Like, these people, like iPad babies, which we're going to get into, these people literally had an iPad in front of them at, like, birth, you know what I mean? Gen Z didn't have that, I would, like, you know, most of Gen Z, like, I didn't have, I mean, there was no such thing as an iPad when I was born, you know what I mean? So, or an iPhone. So... I feel like, yes, Gen Z is, are, they're digital natives. We had, like, computers at birth. But now, like, I, I feel like mobile technology has definitely changed the game. So Gen Alpha, like, en- entering this, like, the online discourse, it, it makes sense, that, like, that they're doing all this so young, that they're having this influence at such a young age because they could use the internet like very well at a very young age you know what i mean even more than gen z well let's get let's get into it let's open the bottle let's open the baby bottle the gen alpha baby bottle yes um it's crazy because i guess babies being born right now are still generation alpha so we're kind of talking about babies that's Uh, right so yeah so yeah because this is what for we we could by the way the wikipedia page for generation alpha is quite darn good but we oh, the podcast let me pull that up. The podcast episode we're about to do is even better than this Wikipedia page, but it looks like it's people who are born between 2010 and 2025. So yeah, people being born right now are kind of on the cusp. Anyways, let's uh, well, we'll get into this. I just it just it's really interesting that even the Wikipedia page in the se- second paragraph points out that generation alpha are notable notable for being born into experiencing the effects of COVID-19. And like, mm-hmm. that's a big question mark, how that's going to impact Generation Alpha. We can get into that. Let's yeah. save the so- let's save the socioeconomic kind of analysis, blah, 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 COVID, blah, blah, blah. Let's save that for later. Let's start by talking about the skibidi toilet. Skibidi toilet. Yay. What do you think about skibidi toilet? <laughs> so I think the thing with skibidi toilet is... So first off, just a real quick aside, a lot of people are saying that Ski BD Toilet is Generation Alpha's first meme. Yes. And I think it actually would be that song, It's Corn. I feel like that's, I feel like the <laughs> corn song is Generation <laughs> Alpha's first meme. Do you think, but, but who, do you think it depends on the boy himself or well, like I just the remember- person who made the meme? Well, I think it matter. I think it it matters amongst who it goes viral amongst. Mm. You know, like I feel well, like I a, feel like that went viral with like millennials and Gen X, though. Like, I think I saw yeah, so many millennials getting into that meme and Gen Z. I well, feel like- because a lot of people who are freaking like millennials have the brains of like toddlers. 
<laughs> that's you know true. I mean? There's a lot of similarities between millennials and uh, Gen Alpha, probably because the, it's the millennials who are raising Gen Alpha for the most part. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Wow. That's cool. I like that. So that means um, Gen Z is going to be raising Generation Beta. beta. Oh my <laughs> we God. Got okay, so that's, we got so owned. We got owned. Gen Z is the best. Like Gen Z and Gen Beta, that's like the bad yeah <laughs> generations and then g- millennials and gen alpha are the good generations i think whoa that's crazy. Like, i think i don't know just i'm just no we'll talk no more about i agree that. i agree i'm just having a galaxy brain moment yeah i think so but okay so i think that's okay all right that's fair the corn thing is debatable i just remember being on the airplane and there was like this yeah. like little five-year-old kid behind me swinging his legs on the plane singing it's corn that's true. Like, oh it was kind God, of like a, a universal meme. That's true. But I don't know. I still feel like if you have to categorize that meme into a generation, like because it was who it was created by, given that like the kids were singing along, like I feel like it's a meme for toddlers mm-hmm, that like mm-hmm. a bunch of like toddler brained millennials also like were a little bit too into. That's very well put. <laughs> okay, but but okay, that's contentious, but we can all agree for sure that Skibidi toilet or Skidibi, was it? Skibidi. Skibidi. Skibidi bum bum bum. Yes, yes. That's how the song goes. Yeah. All right. So, what do you think of Skibidi toilet? Um I've been waiting to talk about this publicly for a while cuz I have thoughts. Um as far as the quality of the meme, I really don't think it's the worst meme I've ever seen in my life, like other people are saying. You know what I mean? I really have seen worse memes than this. And I, I kind of up- applaud it for, like, it's kind of transcended meme status. And, like, it's kind of, it's literally like a series, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, they do, like, the guy who makes it, it's, like, it's, like, it has a narrative to it. They're, like, short videos. And, like, now there's lore and stuff like that. So, blah, blah, blah. Kind of, like gets into a new territory but i mean the concept of like do you know what video game they have like they took the um the head from yes and this is what i want to talk about so okay so i don't know exactly what video game it's from but i can tell you that it's created with source filmmaker which is what valve uses which is what My Valve uses for created da- for creating their this. animations. And it's like I that's like that's a millennial thing. Like millennials right. grew up playing Valve games. So like I thought about that too. So so it's so funny cuz like Skibidi Toilet is being presented as like a brand new era of memes and it certainly is, but it's literally using like the same like animations as like Team Fortress 2 and Portal and like you know yeah. Half-Life. It's the same it's Valve it's Valve animation. Yeah, that's I was yeah, that's that's true. And Valve, I was, Valve doesn't even release video games anymore. So And that's that's why I feel like this encapsulates Gen Alpha so well. It's because they're so they're born into like a a like renaissance of like online content. You know what I mean? Like they have access to everything. They've learned how to do it at a very young wow. age. I feel like yeah. because of that do you have you noticed how like because of the internet people like especially young people they're able to access everything so they get into like older things you know what i mean like older music older um fashion stuff like you know vintage fashion um like like for example like don't you feel like most people like people are into new music but a lot of people are like 
young Gen Z people are like, oh yeah, I'm really into like 90s music. You know what I mean? Like even if they weren't alive during the 90s, like I feel like the internet, like especially like streaming services, give you access to like everything. So people are able to research and learn more about things that aren't even of their time. You know what I mean? And what Gen Alpha does so well is it synthesizes all of these different influences from different time periods into like their own unique thing. Because also this song in it, like, is like, it, it was like a popular song on TikTok and TikTok is basically like, I, I would like deem it a, like Gen Z, like mostly a Gen, I know there are other generations on there, but it's like kind of a Gen Z phenomenon, right? So it's combining the millennial stuff with the Gen Z stuff and then making its own thing. And I feel like that's very apt. Yeah. And that's exactly what Gen Alpha is all about. Yeah. Because, you know, like you and I, Gen Z, we, we, we all have access to everything on our fingertips to make anything. Yeah. But never before have we ever seen like a generation literally born into that capability. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of yeah. like they're being born into a whole different dimension, you know? Yeah, and, like, and because of that, they, they become so skilled at certain things, so young, you know? Like, people can just, like, I feel like because of this, like, I can imagine, like, and this might be, like, ex an exaggeration, but uh, I don't know. Um, I feel like people are probably learning how to, like, use Photoshop really young or, or, or like, they're learning how to use like blend, like 3D animation, which, which is relevant to this meme. But you know what I mean? Like they they can do all these things at a, such a young age. They're learning like very valuable skills. And I know we're going to get into the lack, like the effect COVID has had on like socialization and like on education. But at the same time, I feel like growing up in like with this access probably is producing a lot of creative and like skilled people in in some respects. Yeah. I don't want to be I, entirely critical of Gen Alpha. I oh no, I don't want to be entirely I I think so. Like I think it's very exciting. I'm pretty like generally like optimistic about like technology's impacts. Yeah. But it's definitely yeah, it's definitely a little it's a definitely it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It, that's all I'm going to say. It's a lot. It's hard to say objectively if it's good or bad, but it's definitely a lot. And yeah. I, I am overall excited. I feel like Generation Alpha is our little science experiment. What happens if you take a generation and you make them miss a bunch of school because of COVID-19? <laughs> and they're also being born into a, a world where Trump is president. And also they have access to literally all the information in the universe. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty cool... That sounds like a science fiction book, but it's real life. Right. Like, they're simultaneously receiving a very poor education through no fault of their own. But then also being educated, like, in, in more, like, guerrilla ways. You know what I mean? Like, more... Maybe not guerrilla is not the right word, but, like, they're on... What's the word for this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, amateur. Yeah. on They're just sort of, like, figuring it out through... Like, and they're I, doing I feel it like lo-fi. They're doing it lo-fi, but they're learning it super young, which is impressive we shall see i yeah it's honestly i feel like this could be a huge debate like it's a very abstract debate like is generation alpha smart that's, that's actually a, a really yeah. hard question to answer 
you know? And I feel like... It, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I just, I just feel like it's, it's like not even a thing you can answer like as a binary yes or no. It's just like there are just a unique... Like their brains are unique. You know that their brains right. are unique. And people tend to, I don't know, as we know, make broad generalizations about generations like even the like time periods that uh encapsulate a, a, a generation aren't always explicit like they they de- they aren't the same for every source so i don't know we're making like these big guesses and we're kind of generalizing about a certain like a generation and also because they're so young like it's really hard to know it's like a little too early to say like what the true consequences of like Janalfa's development is going to be, you know what I mean? So I don't want to make any like super broad statements because it's, it's early on, but there is like actual data that we will discuss that make some suggestions. Well, one thing that's kind of funny, Sophie, is that on the Skibidi toilet Wikipedia page, Mm -hmm. uh, there's like a section where it says like genre. And it says Ooh. surreal humor and toilet humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, to- and we all funny. know that toilet humor is a, a tale as old as time. So it's I so like fu- that. Well, it's just, well, okay, so this is kind of what I want to talk about, and we're going to get into this too. It's just like, like, let's talk a little bit more. Let's broaden the conversation to just like generation alpha slang in general, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like it's both very like juvenile, as you'd expect. Yeah. Facts, but also yeah. very, but also very like meme you know? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. so like with, like with gyat, mm-hmm. gyat, that means big butt, right. you know what I mean? Right. So we literally have like a, like a, a toilet joke and then we have a joke <laughs> about a butt, you know what I mean? Like these are, these are things that like 11 year olds find funny, big butts and toilets, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then Riz. So this is kind of interesting because, like, Riz means, like, charisma, but it means, like, kind of, like, flirt, flirty. Like, a Riz, a Rizzler is a flirty person. I actually didn't know? know that it was charisma, but until I read this thingy, but, um, yeah, it is used in, like, a more, it's, it's like, you can pull, you know? Like, that's kind Yeah, of- well, this is interesting because, like, Riz and Gyat, like especially in combination is like actually right. a pretty like sexual kind of like thing oh, right you know and what i mean the oldest one is 13 so this could be a whole conversation about hyper sexualized internet and like porn well per, like, maybe porn so invading everything maybe so but to be entirely fair though like that's what 12 year olds that's true like, j- joke at least about. boys at least Boobs. boys yeah, yeah boys but yeah yeah and i mean these are boy slangs mostly you know? That's true. We haven't really gotten into like, as usual. No one cares about the girl. Oh slang. my goodness! <laughs> Yo, mind blown. Where is the generation out? Al- this is I, such I a male centric. Oh my goodness! This is such a male centric conversation. Oh my I goodness! I am. There's no judgment here because, unfortunately, I feel like most of this, as usual, like. I feel I don't know like women and girls is like slang and and uh, memes aren't really taken seriously or like acknowledged until Yo. later. Oh my goodness! So, so if we we need to do investigative journalism to figure out what the heck is going on with oh, girls in Generation do it. Alpha. You know what? That's a great point. I will enlist my 
um, Gen Alpha fans, and I'll, if any Gen Alpha girls are listening to this, please DM me about some of the slang that you and your friends are like encountering or using. Yeah, because I'm Definitely interested. Because I feel like it's with the girls, it's always it's kind of more on the DL, or it's like more in these like niche niche areas where like even i yeah, might like not see because bo- i'm and older. what books are you reading what books are you because we just yeah. did a patreon episode talking well, about hunger games and we're spe- like speaking of reading books i mean i don't know if they can i can read the books oh yeah they don't know how to read that's right okay never mind <laughs> all right well well so so bringing it back so and i don't know maybe maybe you know maybe now things are super progressive and gender doesn't matter and maybe all the girls in generation alpha are saying that's true rizzy got that is well i'm sure gen alpha girls are (laughs) gen alpha girls are definitely (laughs) sorry that carried me gen alpha girls are definitely saying these things well it's like Again, I think I talk about this on Patreon too, but again, a tale as old as time, the girls always know about the boy stuff and they're forced or, or pressured to to uh, appreciate the boy stuff because they're deemed classics, you know what I mean? And, like Skibidi Toilet is a and classic. It, yeah, well, it applies to memes and slang and pop culture as well, right? So again, girls are always familiar with the guy stuff, like as far as like like not always like there's still like hyper masculine like like you know there's the the guys always got some secret memes up their sleeves that girls don't know but in general girls are very aware of like boys's humor and memes and slang um and they use it themselves because it's considered wider culture you know what i mean whereas like a girl memer like slang is 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 more insular if that makes sense mm, it's not deemed it's not deemed means like as mainstream, yeah because girls are the because girls are other the other yeah yeah they're othered by society it's true well anyways enough of that girl stuff let's talk about <laughs> skibidi toilet more so one thing that's kind of cool about skibidi toilet is well i guess this is not new it's not super new but i still think it's kind of an interesting thing it's just like it's such an international meme you know, yeah. like, like language is not a big part of the story. And it's like, it was made in Georgia, like the country, Georgia. the country, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's like very, inter- like, I'm re- okay, let me read you this. In Jul- this is off the Wikipedia page of Skibidi Toilet. In July 2023, several Indonesian newspapers and netizens claimed that Skibidi Toilet had a harmful effect on very young children, dubbing it skibbity toilet syndrome <laughs> um the term later spilled into neighboring malaysia where one kindergarten teacher stated that the series contained an incomprehensible storyline promotes violence and has creepy and grotesque visuals unsuitable s- for viewing by children under seven years oh old oh my god you explaining this is actually making me happy i thought this would be more of a depressing conversation but actually i feel very optimistic about it gen alpha in a way because i love how international this is like the the fact that it kind of transcends like location and that like everyone can be in on a in on the joke just speaks to like the effect of like the internet on like interconnectedness and stuff like that it's like the most wholesome it's the most it's wholesome, wholesome liberal generation I know, I know. It's like the the epic effects of globalism. <laughs> well, I think okay. So I think Generation Alpha is going to be the the nicest, most wholesome, well-meaning generation 
but they're just not going to be smart enough to execute on their well-meaning mm. goals, you know? Uh, well, I feel like Gen Z is the opposite. I feel like Gen Z is really smart, but really mean. That is, I completely agree. I, I completely so, agree. We've got Gen Z smart, but mean. We've got millennials and we Gen were Alpha. Jaded by, we got jaded by 9-11. We grew up in like nine, yeah. post 9-11 yeah. America. Yeah, and now Came like... super jaded. And then Gen, Gen Alpha is born into like a... a, a pandemic and trump as president oh, wait, which that's is like worse a, which is it's it's worse but it's more like it's more abstract you know it's kind of like that's being born true. That's true. it's like being born into a psychedelic drug trip you know what i mean <laughs> like being born after 9-11 and, and going into iraq war is like being born into a dystopia right being born being born in 2000 like 11 like it's like being born We're into in, like yeah we're in like a pretty bad drug trip, but a, yeah, it's still a dystopia, but it's like a psychedelic it's dystopia. Po- yeah, it's post dystopia. Like we're it's, it's post modern. It's post 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 modern or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 No, that's a great point. And also, like speaking to the psychedelic kind of craziness of it too, I do think like Skibbity Toilet's origin and and popularity is probably uh, is probably affected by the ipad baby stuff you know what i mean like you know youtube kids and like how crazy youtube kids is oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> what was it called again elsa gate coco melon uh, well coco melon yes but do you know elsa what's what's elsa gate like i don't want to get into it because i think it's gross but like oh basically the fin- I, taylor lorenz talked about it in her book but basically the phenomenon of youtube kids becoming like like showing like super like graphic or sexual or disturbing content with like insane like visuals and like like either they were like inappropriate content or it was just like brain rotting like insane like cartoons you know what i mean like going crazy like colors and do you remember the johnny do 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 johnny meme like um it sounds familiar like like kind of coco melon but also like like it'll be it'll be like sh- the, they're created by like foreign like usually indian or chinese like content farms you know what i mean and they're they're generally like the goal is to produce as much content as possible and the goal is to like keep kids watching as much as possible to like make money with the ad revenue so youtube kids is just like a hellscape and i think they probably uh, youtube has probably fixed some of this but it's kind of like known for being a hellscape and i feel like ipad babies just like being forced to watch not forced but like ipad babies like watching this stuff for hours like oh yeah must have had an effect on their sense of humor i feel like yeah and also like yacht and riz came from the twitch streamer kai sanat so like their entire media diet is like completely different it's like it's just completely just internet stuff like 100 percent. Right. like you instead know, of storybooks no, like, they're reading they're or, watching or there's no you- pbs kids yeah you know there's just okay there's so youtube kids <laughs> yeah and i just can't yeah i mean and that's cool i mean it seems like fun i've watched some of it you know it seems a little crazy but uh it's well anyway i just okay so just a little bit of a side thing i feel like someone who's smarter than me could write a really good book or paper or some academic thing mm-hmm. tracing like 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 using skibidi toilet as like the 
like icon of Georgia becoming like oh like a liberal democracy after the fall of the Soviet oh Union. Oh my god. That's and so like funny. and like and like Russia like so so I don't so Russia right now like kind of like what they Russia's doing to Ukraine right now. Russia like went to war with Georgia and like occupies Georgia right now, you know? Yeah. And Russia is scared of skibidi toilet. Really? Oh, that I mean it makes sense. I didn't know that though. No, no, no. I mean that they uh, they they're not actually scared of it, but I'm saying like they skibidi toilet represents <laughs> they probably because it represents like an interconnected like western world outside of russia well actually i don't know maybe russia no, likes skibbity toilet too it's tr- no well i mean it's citizens like it's kids probably do but i feel like skibbity toilet's probably censored in russia true, it's too liberal but do the kids know it's a how toilet to use a it's VPN. toilet humor can you use vpn in russia i know you can people do in china but uh i think you i don't even know if you i don't even know if you need to use a vpn i think you can just use whatever maybe maybe you do i don't know what russia's because i go on root yeah. tracker which is you know and that's like oh we love root uh, tracker. You, you know what i mean <laughs> but maybe they have to use i don't really know how russia's like yeah, russia's always a works. big question mark but, but uh, i'm guessing skibbity toilet is censored let's just i think that's safe to say skibbity toilet is censored and georgia made skibbity toilet and that's why russia hates georgia yeah and also with russia too like Skibbity toilet like depicts war, you know what I mean, and like rebellion and stuff like oh, that, which is also kind of. Damn. Uh, See, I haven't even watched it. We need. Oh, I need someone smarter than it. me to. Someone write a someone write a thesis on this. Someone's probably on it right now. It's like almost skibbity toilet. You know, like I don't know, like skibbity yeah. toilet is the face of the world i mean honestly it's the lingua franca for everyone i i'm i'm in support of it i like it like i there are far worse memes i like what it stands for and i i find it amusing like more about like i i just find it like i i see it as like the consequences of grow gen alpha growing up the way they did so and you know what's really funny and cute is in that new york times article you sent me about yeah generation alpha like the eight-year-old said that like they didn't like skibbity toilet because it made them scared of using the bathroom <laughs> i know that was so cute and i bet there's a lot of like little kids who are like really scared of skibbity, skibbity toilet that's so cute it's really cute yeah it's like kids are always scared of the bathroom for different reasons like for me it was bloody mary but now for for these kids it's uh skibbity toilet <laughs> yeah yeah, and another thing too is like so I feel like with the millennial generation mm-hmm. like the millennials generation I feel is where like the genre of like post ironic humor kind of was like yeah, born. D- yeah, definitely. And I and I feel like millennials were always a little pretentious, like, oh, we've invented mm-hmm. this form of humor that's mm-hmm, so abstract mm-hmm. and weird and no one gets it besides us, you know? Yeah. And now now millennials need to get off their damn high horse because literal eight year olds are like engaging with post-ironic humor and like as like the most mainstream form of humor amongst they'd eight-year-olds like, yeah <laughs> eight-year-olds like they so millennials are just galaxy not special like yeah yeah and they say the gen alpha is stupid but they're they they they've just transcended like knowledge at this point you know 
Yeah. All right. So do you think maybe we should um any uh, maybe do you, maybe we should talk a little bit about like the, the like the the data on yeah like, let's let's do it. So there's been a number of reports that have come out on Generation Alpha, which you know I, I don't think it's Generation. It's not it's not Generation Alpha's fault, but just it's just student high school and middle school and elementary school students in general. Mm-hmm. Their test scores are down. Um, quite a lot. There's been a lot of learning setbacks, and this is just kind of measured, looking at like math and um, reading like standardized test scores um, and just, you know, just lots of reporting that like, I mean, I don't really, I, I don't know like how to exactly like quantify it, but basically everything I'm reading is seeing that is saying that their math and reading scores are, are down quite significantly, um, which is not that, I mean, that's not like that, surprising given that like a lot of the kids maybe missed a year of school and then maybe missed or like you know the the pandemic screwed up the learning process um and the thing is is that like you know we can save the debate for later of like where the lockdown's worth it you know, it's a whole conversation. Some people say no, like the the lockdowns for the kids weren't worth it because the learning losses were so deep and heavy. And others say the lockdowns were worth it because they needed the lockdowns or else more people would die. We're not going to have that debate on this podcast. But what we are going to talk about is that, you know, I think this is kind of a scary thing because when you look at like test scores and like education over time, like, it goes like in the United States, like it goes up like really, really slowly, you know, like it's actually like, it's actually kind of hard to figure out what like helps students become smarter. And like, we know, like, obviously one thing is if you invest more money in education, like the kids are going to get like better educated and get smarter. Like we know that. And we've been like gradually over time increasing more and more money, more and more money going into education. But like if you look at like the grades, like the standardized test scores, it goes up. It's pretty stable. It goes up really slowly over time. Um, and what we're seeing now is like these scores have like dropped down to where they were in like the 90s. So the concern is wow. like, did we just did we just lose like literally 20 years of progress of education? Damn. Like, is it going to take another twenty years for the scores another, to get back to more where they proof? Are? More proof that they're millennials because their their yeah. scores oh, are nineties yeah. scores. Their score their scores are back in the nineteen nineties. So, so that's a pretty you know it's it gets scary. You know, maybe it's just a COVID blip, and maybe five years from now from now everything will be back to normal, and it's just going to be specifically Generation Alpha who's screwed for a little bit there, or maybe the entire education system is like actually has like a major wrench thrown in it that's going to be like you know permanently like a huge step back and this is awful you know we can go on and talk about how you know lots there you know having a a worse education means less income in your lifetime over the long run and just worse life life outcomes blah 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 i'm not trying to scare scare generation alpha but another thing another data point too here is that um like absentees like kids missing schools uh, missing attendance at school is like way, way, way higher. Um, like 
more than a quarter of students missed at least 10% of class classes during the 22 school year. Wow. Well, before it was only 15%. So it's a pretty, pretty significant increase. And again, like obviously the COVID stuff, like that plays a big role. And it's like maybe kids got into the habit of like not going to school during COVID. And then once like school starts up again, it's like hard to get back into that habit. I don't know. Oh, Romy's going crazy. Romy. Hey, Romy. Hey, baby. You hear her? Yeah, I hear her. I don't know if the listeners will, but I hear her meowing. Okay. Anyway, so that's just the sad stuff. That's the sad stuff. Um, but I have a theory. And my because th- because we were also talking earlier about how like at the same time though like generation alpha like clearly are going to be really smart because they like have access to the entire internet and are like learning how to use photoshop and stuff at an early age and everything like that so my theory is basically that like the like well-educated high-income generation alpha is going to be like a really 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 well-off generation because i feel like that gen like that cohort of people is probably more likely to like pro- productively engage with the internet while right, and i also think also like won't they won't they be in high demand too like educated like yeah yeah oh yeah definitely yeah like especially you know guys, given that you're like, gonna, it's like, gonna be easier for you guys to get a job guys just kidding <laughs> well yeah no seriously there's gonna be low for there's gonna be low fertility there, there is low fertility right now amongst this generation that they're being born into so there's gonna be like a need for workers. So like, I think basically what I'm trying to say is like high income generation alpha people are going to be well off relatively, but maybe low income generation alpha is going to be worse off because they're, you know, that's probably the, the, (laughs) well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, that's what you'd expect is usually things help play off, play out that way. And, um, that's true. But, you know, I just, I, I'm just thinking like, if you're in a rich family and you're like 13 and you're missing school, maybe you're in a better home environment. So you have more time to like engage in the internet with the internet in a more productive way. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Like I also wanted to like, not only are, are there ad- adverse effects on like testing and uh, uh, attendance and stuff like that, but a lot of uh, teachers and 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 uh, parents too, but mostly teachers have been talking about how, like they're ch- like the children that they're teaching like are reading like, either can't read, or they are like reading at a like a uh, like two years behind. You know what I mean? Like they're reading at a, a younger level like, than they should, and. That, like, kind of alarmed me. Like, I was just surprised by that. Like, I, when I thought about it, I was like, okay, that makes sense because of the the pandemic. But that is, like, and, and I see a lot of people, too, like, criticizing the parents for not, like, teaching them better or, like, teaching them how to read at a younger age or um, helping them socialize. But again, like, it's not their fault that the pandemic happened and it's not, and it's not... You can't, like, put the responsibility of educating children completely on the parents because the parents have to work, you know what I mean? Like, yes, parents should contribute, but they have to work too, you know? So it's it's not all yeah. on the parents. And 
it's it's just an unfortunate situation where I don't think a lot of people are at fault and I don't think like parents are completely to bl- millennial parents are completely to blame for Gen Alpha and like Gen Alpha's uh, deficiencies. Um, again, another thing I saw too from teachers, a lot of teachers like are saying that they either are in the process of quitting or want to quit because the kids are so poorly behaved and, and rude and speak inappropriately and like have broken their spirit. And that was really sad to see. Oh my God. This is awful. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. This There's is just, so many know, videos. I've seen so oh many goodness. videos about like teachers I, like crying about it. So there's, there's a couple, there's a couple of things. So one, there's three points I want to make. One is remember how I said, like, if you look at like, school like standardized test scores over time they increase really like slowly you know and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a it's kind of a big debate in like academia like how do we improve education quality and like make kids smarter and so you know obviously like i said investing more in schools helps but there's like obviously diminishing returns to that and it's not like you just can just keep funneling money into schools and kids will just get smarter and smarter because of exactly what you said where like a big factor a big factor that determines like the like how well a kid does in school is literally their life at home which has mm-hmm. literally nothing to do mm-hmm. with like how much money a school gets you know there's probably a correlation there you know but um right and also like the morale of the teachers and the students too but the morale of the teachers is probably important and they're not getting paid enough to yeah to deal oh with this yeah stuff. so it's yeah. just what, what we have here is just like a very clear like economic inequality problem you know what i mean where right. like where kids who are forced to stay home because of the pandemic like if they have a poor like a poor household that's going to affect them even if there's no pandemic, but it's probably going to affect them even more during a pandemic. And if teachers aren't getting enough money, you know, like, it's just like, it's just like bad. It's like, it's just like a lack of a welfare state layered on to a lack of a welfare state making the problem doubly bad is basically what I'm trying to get at. Very well put, very well put. And also like if morale is low, among teachers like that's morale i think it's like it's sort of symbiotic because i think morale is low among the kids because of the pandemic and you know rising anxiety and depression and uh the adverse effects of social media you can get into all of that maybe they're concerned about like climate change and politics i don't you know what i mean like there's all these kind of external things Mm. that are probably affecting their morale and then also at the same time the teacher seeing that low morale gives them low morale, but then mm-hmm. they have low morale because of that. And they also have low morale because of the lack of safety in schools, whether it's COVID or school shootings and it's their like low salary. Loop. It's a feedback loop where they kind of like teachers have low, low morale, which doesn't motivate the students and the students lack of motivation contributes to the teacher's low morale. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just, yeah. there's so many issues that just make the other issues worse. Yeah, and also, um, I think, like, another interesting point in this debate that is also kind of a big question mark is what role does TikTok play in all of this? You know, mm, because, right. like, obviously we can we can look at all these social 
issues that are like serious and obviously playing a role in kids not getting as good of an education and it might sound like like a you know like a boomer like an old person like oh the da- it's the damn phone's fault these kids are not learning and you know i think it's a, like a, it's kind of unfair to completely blame tiktok obviously for like kids not reading as much but you know tiktok really is built different it really is like it different is, than the is. other social media apps you know like it is extremely addictive and like you know if you're someone who like i know for a fact as someone in my life who's gone through phases where i'm reading a lot and phases where i don't read at all when i'm reading a lot i'm a better writer i'm better at articulating myself i'm better at reading like the more i read the better i get at reading you know yeah and if i'm having too much fun on tiktok to read it's not that means i'm not going to be as good of a reader it's like simple as that you know i love how you said that like implying that you're addicted to tiktok which you aren't at all but like you're in hypothetically yeah yeah um right no it's true and 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 you could even get into like how tiktok spreads a lot of misinformation and is becoming like the new google for a lot of people and it's where people get their news now oh my god yo we are on we are on track to social collapse oh my goodness that's what i'm saying like that's what i think like gen alpha is the next generation they're simultaneously wholesome like they're they're wholesome but they're also like kind of scary and maybe unruly because of the pandemic like i don't know there's so many bad things going on Maybe oh not. God. I don't know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. They're so young. We're like we're. We don't know, and it's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. It's just they are the future, and, and the future is very like little, There's also been like a little bit, just a little bit of data we've seen. Let's like take it with a grain of salt. That like it seems like the younger generation might also be a little bit more, especially amongst boys. A little bit more conservative, a little bit. Yeah, well, then you could you could even talk about like, okay, they're very young at a very young age that are being exposed to like a bunch of extremist content, you know. Yeah, it seems like the girls are become more, becoming more liberal and the boys are becoming more conservative, which is not really surprised, bad. and it's probably it's like reactionary sad. too because I think like a lot of boys feel left behind. And then they see, like, girls, like, being, quote, lifted up. But that's because, like, you know why that, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it makes sense. But to, like, boys and even men now, like, they feel like they're being neglected and they feel like they're, that women are, like, taking over. So there's probably a lot of resentment, too. I remember my mom told me this at a very young age that, like, a very young age she told me that like as women become more powerful with women gain more rights in some ways like men are only going to grow more and more resentful and it's going to become even more in some ways more dangerous for women so well generation alpha if you're listening don't do that it's i think i fear it's too late i don't know hopefully not well, I don't know. I it's just really hard. I, you know, it's really hard because Sophie, we okay, we live. It's like it's really. It's just like there's so there's so many things about this podcast that's just pure speculation. You know, like we do right, have some data right. points. We've got some data points. We've got the skibbity toilet. We've got the bad test scores. But you know, the truth is, is that like 
it really is still up in the air, and we might be pleasantly surprised. And I think I right so. now, well, just right now, I think given with Elon Musk owning Twitter and just like every day you and I are just exposed to like the dumbest, most toxic content on the internet, like blared at like a thousand miles per hour all the time in our eyes. And like an awful, like multiple awful wars going on right now. I just feel like right now it's like, yeah, everything just looks really, really, really bad. And maybe it's not, maybe it's not. You know, maybe it's not so bad. Right. There's always it, some hysteria, you know, about maybe the, world the vi- Maybe the vibes are really bad. You know what I mean? There was a... I think COVID definitely ushered in an, a vibe shift. A bad vibe shift. A really bad vibe shift. So we need to... I think as... So I think... I think a takeaway from this conversation is like... None of the stuff that's happened to Generation Alpha has been their fault, obviously. Right. Like, the bad scores, the pandemic, none of it's their fault. So it's like, I feel like we should try our best to, like, give Generation Alpha, like, a lot of love and, like, positivity so they so they like you know like that's all they they, that's all they really have at this point we gotta just give them them. some love and positivity because like if we just like say oh screw generation alpha they're a dumb generation that skips class and is mean to their teacher yeah or and they're gonna be like messed up for the rest of their lives and they have no hope yeah that's just gonna like make them do that more (laughs) yeah yeah like i think that's the hope it's just the dumbest reaction ever is to blame like 10 year olds for how yeah. they exist you know like they don't it's the, have it's autonomy the millennial- basically yet. the takeaway here is it's the millennials fault just kidding millennials generation stop. alpha is generation alpha is going to be the generation that brings roe versus wade back i hope so or it could be the one that takes it or it could be generation beta or makes it gen i i feel like gen alpha could could either go like i feel like it's going to be even more polarized than it is now like politically probably probably i just understand how anyone could be more get more conservative but i guess you could but i would say it's like imagine watching andrew tate at like five years old instead of reading your book okay instead of reading instead of reading like the hungry your, caterpillar yeah instead of reading the hungry caterpillar you're like watching an andrew tate video about like yeah. how women are like bitches and like you know what yeah. i mean like or or like uh, ben shapiro like like liberal gets owned video you know like if you're yeah, watching of, that at, of, like instead of reading your book like what the hell is gonna happen like that's a bad combination of like uneducated and like conservative reactionary politics like that's a horrible horrible combination (laughs) well yeah while we were reading hungry caterpillar they were watching liberal matrix (laughs) by andrew tate (laughs) (laughs) oh god they were learning how to break out of the liberal matrix and i feel like this brings up a conversation to like when are we going to find the like left-wing equivalent not only like 
okay, yes, they're left wing, but they also have to be like popular with like young people, especially boys, you know, like there needs to be those people. And I feel like the left has been trying really hard to do that with like, I don't know, what's, what's that called? The, the op, what's the like Prager U alternative for like, I forgot Oh, that, called. that, 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 that completely crashed and burned. That's what I'm that saying. Does, like they doesn't even tr- exist anymore. What is it called again? I don't even remember. I really and honestly, the videos were bad. They were like, but like, like I'm saying, like they tried so they they keep trying so hard, like and flopping. Like Hassan is probably like the closest thing we have, and that's still like you know like we need more than just Hassan Piker to like. <laughs> I yeah, I think um, honestly, I just I'm pessimistic about that i'm pessimistic about I know, that it's like like it, it's like if we try hard to do that then it's like we're tr- like we obviously come across as like try hards you know <laughs> well, i think well okay so i think well here's the thing yeah we're, i don't think we should try but i think i think it's a little bit of an unfair thing because to be like a like a really like good thoughtful left-wing commentator kind of requires being a little bit boring that is so true and i forgot about that very important part because you gotta like you have to like stop and like take a breath and like think you know and you gotta be like like, well actually according to but you actually have to like use reputable yeah and if you want to be a popular if you want to be a popular online figure you have to be like bombastic and crazy and like Mm, you gotta find a way to marry the two like can someone do it i wonder well, I mean, Hassan. Hassan That's you, Kaya. That's you. <laughs> okay. Well, no. I mean, uh, should I start playing video games? Should I start playing? What, what? Should I start playing video games on Twitch and just like talking about like? So I'm I'm hearing about the uh, the lack <laughs> of education funding is actually really screwing your generation. You should focus oh more on that than hating God. women or whatever. Like that's so funny. <laughs> people will be like, Punk Revolution. For, you are the closest thing, Kaya, to a left wing Andrew Tate. I that is really mixed. That is that is a that is not a. I mean, I don't think a, so. I mean it in a positive way. <laughs> I mean it in a good way. I'm because you're influential and charismatic. You're funny. Well, like I don't know if people think he's fun. Like you know what I mean. Like you have charisma, right? To some people, like like well, I am saying Andrew Tate has a lot of appeal and charisma to some people, not to me. But I feel like you have charisma. You're very. Um, crazy like right, your videos right. are very like crazy and like energetic but you're also like spitting facts and, and logic i pre- i get you know i think thank you uh, thank you sophie <laughs> i love you i love you too oh <laughs> you're like i love so, you but <laughs> just kidding i love you but i'm not gonna put on a leather jacket and sunglasses and be like Y'all, so here's the deal. You know, Women you deserve to. to be treated equally. No, you don't even need to do that. You just throw on the fedora. Sophie, I have I have eight thousand subscribers. All right, I'm not I'm not. Andrew Tate has like eighty million. So I know, I have a ways, but you I have, have a ways to go. On, you have a ways to go, sure, but you have influence on other platforms. Like your combined influence is like pretty good. I think you. I think you're just slightly overestimating how much influence I have. Well, obviously, I'm joking. Okay. Like All you're right. not the liberal, okay. like Andrew Tate. Right. I'm just saying, I like will... you have the qualities of someone who could 
I I understand. I understand. I I will say this. I will use the influence I have to try to make Generation Alpha better. And I think I think it goes beyond that. I think every person who is a a good meaning, well meaning person should really try. Like they should all make an active effort to like make sure we're positively influencing Generation Alpha. Yeah. Because like they are a highly impressionable generation because they're literally young kids and all they do is spend time on the internet. So like we should make sure like we as in like everyone who's a reasonable good person should make sure like you are putting good ideas in front of them rather than, and like and not letting bad ideas be the only thing they see. And that I think it's a, an active effort. I I yeah, completely agree. And not, I it's have an nothing active, but yeah. Yeah. We have to I we have, have nothing to but f- love for Jennifer. We have to we have to cuz the thing is is like we're up against a lot. We're up against an, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of algorithms that want to put toxic stuff in front of them. So we literally have to outcompete an algorithm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a, mm-hmm. that's like a hard thing to do, but we got to tr- we got we got to try. True. Maybe the solution isn't like coming up with like a liberal like a left-wing entertain but rather just like individuals like face to face or like not maybe not face to face but like on a more individual level like trying to help gen alpha and in some way or another we need we need gandhi we need a we need a tiktok gandhi (laughs) oh god (laughs) to, to come and get spread love to to generation alpha that's just Ringo Starr. Just kidding. Oh wait, didn't didn't Gandhi sleep with? Never mind. Oh Never god, mind. no 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 no. <laughs> All right. Anyways, All right, we love you. That. I love. I st- I will give Gandhi a pass. He did good stuff. All right. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well. Okay. He's, he's, we, okay. He doesn't get okay. a pass. Okay. okay. All right. So that's definitely a bad way to end a podcast about Generation Alpha, but. <laughs> so we did a really good Patreon episode on the Hunger Games. Yeah, we um, we discuss um, the, the new one, the the, the prequel. Uh, the prequel, and we also get into like some Hunger Games lore extended, and we have some really fun conversations about like girls, like media and like books for girls and stuff like that, and how they're kind of in movies and how they're kind of pushed to the side, but they're actually quite appealing to both, you know, like all genders. So. Um, it's a really fun conversation, so definitely like hop over to Patreon and check it out. Yeah, wait. Well, it's I I haven't uploaded it to Patreon yet, but hopefully by the time oh, this episode sorry. is out, you will. Well, well, just just check it. Just check if you if you see it yeah. on Patreon, listen to it. If you don't see it on Patreon, wait a few days and it'll be up. But it'll be up. You have to pay us on Patreon to be able to see it at all. Yeah, but you'll get so, a preview, so you'll and see. Also, what you, you should you'll just see pay if you like it. Yeah. We're, we we do we do a service and anyways so true okay well, base news base anything news else work. sophie um i don't think so all right this 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 i want to put this this ap news website this ap news report is so good it, it has like a, an interactive map on kids missing school i'll put it in the in the sounds description. good all right cool bye 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 base, base news, news. Bye. network bye